You're listening to Source Fabric FM, and I'm here with Dan Sinker from the Mozilla Night Open News Project. So, Dan, you're quite the uh, Mozilla Festival veteran, aren't you? I am. This is my third festival, so I've only not been at, uh, at the very first one in Barcelona. And uh, what are you uh, working on uh, this year? Uh, we're running two tracks up on the eighth floor, uh, the source code for journalism track and the open data for the open web track. So uh, the, the, the latter track spun out of the journalism track. Uh, we just found that there were so many proposals at the call for submission proposals stage uh, that really specifically dealt with open data, uh, government data, things like that, that it just made sense to to call that its own track and, and run them uh, in parallel. So up on eight, we're running uh, at any given time. There are six sessions running across those two two uh, topics. So, so what do you attribute this explosion of interest in uh, open data to? Uh, so, I mean, I think that it's it's been building for a while, right? And I think like any... Like any snowball rolling down a hill, eventually it just gets so much momentum that, that, that it just wipes out everything in its path, right? Um, and it, it feels like that with programmatic journalism and, and especially around data. You know, I think that um, there are a lot of really good examples of, of data being used in new and innovative and exciting ways uh, on websites, but also most importantly on uh, in ways that really help citizens understand more about the world around them, right? Not just flash, but but substance. Um, and uh, you, you couple that with the fact that there are more and more governments that are adopting open data policies and, and uh, things like that. So there's just simply more data out there. Uh, and so those two things combine to create a lot of people uh, that are developers or, or hackers or things like that that are beginning to play around with, with data, right? Uh, and beginning to play around with uh, ways of presenting that data, ways of interpreting that data, ways of grabbing and scraping that data. So, you know, for us, what we say is, hey, you know, you're, you're down the path of journalism already. So, you know, for us, we really see kind of open data work and the kind of programmatic uh, news application type development work that, that we try to support with the open news project that I run. Um, we see those things really hand in hand. So, so far, open data has mostly been about uh, getting data from government. Mm -hmm. But do you think um, hackers have something to contribute um, to the wider society and government in that actually helping up governments change their attitude to data and maybe even helping them develop better ways of moving data around? Absolutely. And in fact, I think that there are, I think there are a few things uh, there. I think that uh, kind of the... The first wave of uh, hackers working with governmental data uh, helped to helped to make the use case for releasing that data. Right, um, put it out there. People start making things with it. Those things become useful, and you suddenly have a reason to say, "Oh, we should keep putting this out." Um, so I think that that was kind of the first wave was uh, that, and you actually saw a lot of government uh, data. Uh, advocacy for that. So there was a lot of, you know, a couple years ago, especially in the United States, uh, you saw a lot of kind of data app challenge, right? Like, here's some prize money for the best data using our civic data sets, right? Um, I think the thing that you're starting to see more now is as, one, as the community gets bigger, people working with this stuff, 
um, they are now beginning to see two things. One, they're seeing the limit. Well, they're seeing the limitation of government data, and they're responding to it in two different ways. One is to say the government doesn't release all the data, right? Uh, so how do we get more of it? So to me, the perfect example of that is a project called SafeCast, which um, was started and grew up around the uh, Fukushima power plant meltdown in Japan after the earthquake. Um, and you know, it was a, a bunch of, of hackers and, and makers and data scientists who said, hey, you know what? The government isn't giving enough detail about radiation levels to really help anyone. Right? They're not releasing enough of it, and it's at not a granular enough level. So they started designing radiation counters. You know, um, They built them. They open-sourced all of the hardware. Other people built them. They built software to collect all that information. And now they have millions of data points for radiation now around the world, but really concentrating in Japan. I believe at one point the Japanese government had released something like 30,000 data points of radiation in, in uh in Japan, I've probably got these numbers wrong, but the, the analogy is right. Uh, and SafeCast had something like 3 million, right? Like the, they're creating data sets of great value, and I think you're starting to see more and more people really think about that, especially with hardware. The other thing that uh, people are realizing with the, the limitation of governmental data is you, you are too reliant on a single point of failure. Um, so this is something that we saw in the United States when the government shut down for two weeks uh, just a few weeks ago. The data feeds stopped, right? They, they could not maintain those data feeds. And it's not that they went stale. It's that the servers shut down. So people that needed that data, uh, data journalists, you know, civic groups that, that use that data to, to figure out things like, you know, we're, we need accurate census information. They couldn't get it. For two weeks, it was gone, right? Um, so there's a, a growing realization that we need to start mirroring governmental data <laughs> streams that are coming out, right? Uh, not just augmenting them in the way that someone like Safecast would do, but actually simply caching them, mirroring them, making sure that there are redundancies in the system that are independent of the governmental operators that, that uh, we've just learned can be quite unreliable. So what are you hoping to work with uh, the people here at the Mozilla Festival? So, you know, for me, this is a – so I, I run a project called the Night Mozilla Open News Project, and we're really dedicated to, to helping to build and strengthen the community of people that are making journalism better through code. Um, so this is our epicenter, right? This is our opportunity to bring as many people from all over the world as possible to – think about this stuff, to collaborate and to brainstorm together, to hack on ideas um, and to really tee up work and conversations that, that will continue through the rest of the year. You know, um, Part of the reason, again, I talked about how much we've increased the, the number of, of, of tracks we're offering, or sessions we're offering. It's because they've been so fruitful before. Right? So how many more conversations can we kick off? How many more collaborations can we start um, and then how can we help foster that stuff after MozFest? That's the big challenge always, right? So if there was one piece of government data that you could have um, that you don't currently have, what would that be? <laughs> I, think that, I think that 
I would do a piss poor job of answering that question. Uh, there are experts in this stuff far better than me here at the festival that should probably be posed to that because I will choose something that someone will be like, that's not a very valuable data set. This is the valuable data set, right? That's one of the great things about MozFest is, mm -hmm. you know, you have leading experts in the world on a lot of this stuff showing up and, and wanting to, to get, get down and dirty in it. So find someone else and give, have them give you a better answer than that. You're not even curious as a journalist? Oh, I'm super curious. I want to talk to them too. <laughs> well, Dan, thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you.